this team is bad. I mean, really bad. Losing that badly to the Sharks, it just makes you want to just... You're Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, that was a crap show, wasn't it? Hi, everyone. This is Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm your host, Jason Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade. As of right now, I'm a partial contributor to Defend the Nest, covering the San Diego Gulls. The Gulls play better. Well, I shouldn't say that because the Gulls also lost. They're also bad. But the Ducks, oh my gosh. It, it's all bad. It's it's all bad right now. I'm going to try my best to contain myself and I will not yell again because I have a puppy seven feet away from me who is staring at me right now going, why are you screaming right now? Well, first off, it's not quite bedtime yet. Second, I just saw what happened. It, it, ridiculous. Just ridiculous. But yeah, thanks for making this your first listen or first watch. Hey, guess what? Surprise! It's a bonus episode this weekend. And I'll just come out and say it. There's a bonus episode now because there will not be an episode on Monday. I think it'd be more authentic and more fresh if I talk about this game now. While I'm still in my feelings about it. Like, okay, what the hell? What what the hell was that game? Seriously. The Ducks had one of their worst games of the season. I mean, add to the fact that that was against the San Jose Sharks, who are not exactly world killers here. Let's be real here. The Sharks are not a playoff team right now. They're nowhere close to a playoff team. They were one of the worst teams in the National Hockey League last season. They were certainly supposed to be the worst team in the division this season. They were supposed to be in the bottom. Supposed to be. And that's where the Ducks are. And they just got shellacked by the San Jose Sharks. A Sharks shellacking at the Ponda. How did we get here? How did this happen? Let me break down the game first before I throw up or something. First period, it was all Ducks for the first two minutes of the game. That was it. Ducks had some decent shots, I guess, in the first couple of minutes. And that was it. And then with about 9.40 left, that's when San Jose struck first. A kind of weird backdoor play. Timo Meyer got a nice pass from Eric Carlson from the right side. And Timo Meyer was just right there, parked in front of the net, in front of John Gibson to his right. How was nobody covering Timo Meyer? He just kind of slipped in between, I think it was Cam Fowler, who was supposed to be on him and he just slipped by. Yeesh, that was bad. Then we go into the second period and things went from bad to worse. The teal cladded sharks, not the current teal, the Oakland Seals teal. Ugh. They really got things firing with about 1340 left in the second period where something stupid 
stupid happened. Scott Harrington scored his first goal in a couple of years. Yes, Scott Harrington scored from the point. He blasted one from the point, and that shot was so hard that it broke Cam Fowler's stick. Cameron Fowler, looking just dazed and confused, as if to say, what the hell was that? I mean, a great blast from the point. I mean, that shot must have come in at 175 miles per hour because it could only go that fast to break Cam Fowler's stick, right? Right? Okay. So we move on to the power play because the Ducks are just that great at not committing. Oh, wait, they did commit a penalty? Oh, darn. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Ducks committed a pretty bad penalty. Dmitry Kulikov got caught hooking. He hooked Timo Meyer. Power play resulted for the Sharks. And Eric Carlson just blasted one from the point. That thing was not close. It was a great pass from behind the net. Behind his own net. Nice pass. But I think it was Alexander Barabanov who passed it right to the point to Eric Carlson. There was four ducks there around the net and nobody around Eric Carlson. No one was around him. You had Vakaninen. You had Rico. Uh, who else was on that play? I, I forget who else was on that play. But yeah, those two in particular, sh- one of them should have been flanking and guarding Carlson and didn't. So that made it 3 nothing in the second period. Then just a few seconds later, and I mean seconds later, Eric Carlson scored with 12.07 left in the second period. Right off of the faceoff, a stupid pass went to the corner, hit off the stanchion, and John Gibson, for whatever reason, was trying to play the puck behind the net, but a weird, stupid bounce went right in front of the net. John Gibson tried to dive in front of the net to no avail. That that was just stupid. That was stupid hockey. It was Matt Benning who won the faceoff. No, I take it back. It was Nico Sturm who won the faceoff, passed it to Matt Benning, who rifled a shot right along the stanchion and went... It went like this, boom, and then went parallel to the goal line. And there was Nico Sturm to pick up the loose change. Eight seconds later. Eight effing seconds later. Seriously. That's all it took. Just eight seconds. Three nothing, then four nothing, and right away, that was it. That was the game right there. I will I will say Trevor Zegers had a nice goal on the netminder who by the way had his first NHL start. I mentioned this on Friday show. Itu Makanyemi got his first ever NHL start. Zegers went five hole on him. Yippee, all right. The Ducks scored a goal, 4 to 1. They have a chance, right? No, wrong because it was still all San Jose after that. By the way, I should point out that John Gibson did not come out to start the third period. 
there was a report that went out, and this is too stupid to make up. The report was that he was feeling sick, so he didn't come out. Okay. Sure. He was too sick to come out. That That's one story. That's one way to put it. I believe this was Lisa Dillman who put this out, like, right away. Actually, I'm going to find the tweet right now because... The comments were just hilarious. Update. Gibson was sick and could not go out for the third, per Dallas Eakins. Yeah, Gibson was sick, all right. He was sick and tired of watching no defense in front of him. If there was no defense in front of me, I'd feel sick too. I'd feel nauseous. I'd want to throw up because there was no defense in front of me. Okay, this poor puppy right here is just watching me rant right now. But I'm going to continue ranting because it was that bad. So, Gibby, too sick to come out. He was probably just getting the taser ready for post-game. Shark scored two more goals after that. I don't even want to talk about just what happened after that, but it didn't get any better. It really didn't. The Sharks almost scored a second power play goal. Stolar saved their ass. Absolutely saved them. It could have been so much worse. The only bright spot in the third was there was a odd man rush. But dang, the new guy, Jason Magna, just could not get a shot in shorthanded. But it was still all San Jose after that. And especially that sixth goal. That sixth goal is going to drive anybody up a wall. So empty net with about four minutes left. Nice long distance shot from Nick Benino, 5-1. And then the next 25 seconds were hell. They're hell if you're a Ducks fan. Because San Jose won the faceoff, got control, and they just started peppering shots. They had not one, not two, not two, not three, but four shots. Where was the defense? No, seriously. Where the hell was the defense there? The Sharks legit had four shots in 10 seconds. And the defense was nowhere to be found. Erho Vakaninen, he was around the vicinity doing nothing. Mason McTavish tried to get an active stick, but he kind of just stood around. Kevin Shattenkirk, my God. He was caught flat-footed. What was Kevin Shattenkirk doing right there? Max Jones, not much better. It wasn't. I mean, yeah, there was the the Gadjevich-Sam Carrick fight at the end of the game. But I don't know why they needed to have that fight. What, is that going to send a message for the next time these two teams play? Which isn't for a long time. I don't even know when these two teams play next. I want to say sometime in January. What kind of message did that fight send? Hmm? No kind of message whatsoever. (sighs) All those shots in a row were pathetic. Pathetic is the best word I could use to describe that. Six to one final. Six to one against the San Jose Sharks. That was one of the, if not the worst games. For the Ducks all season long. 
All right, we're going to head into an intermission and I'll finish by just giving like some more thoughts on this and be a little bit more composed because the puppy's right here trying to sleep. So we'll get to that on the other side. But first, here is a PSA from NHTSA. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. And if you watch that Ducks game, you definitely put back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people begin to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make a home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So, if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Don't do it. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. I, I don't know what else to make of this game. I, I don't. Six to one to the Sharks. Well, thanks for hanging with me. Yeah, six to one. Six to one. I don't know if there was any bright spots on this game. I mean, the only bright spot was that top line doing work again, but that was that was it. That was the lone bright spot. According to Hockey Stat Cards, the only guys that had a positive game score for the Ducks were those guys. Troy Terry, Adam Henrique, Trevor Zegras, and Frank Vetrano. That was it. That's the list. Even Anthony Stolarz had a positive game score because the expected goals against him were quite high. I mean, yeah, there were all those shots against him and all those ducks standing around doing absolutely nothing. Just nothing. That That's such a shame. So, 28 games in, the ducks had another bad performance. Hey, at least they didn't give up 40 shots this game. They gave up their six goals in only 28 shots this time. Yay. Oh, wait. The power play was crappy again. And the PK was decent at best. They only gave up one power play goal in four attempts. So their PK actually went up by having a successful PK three out of four times. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, also better. Guess what? The Ducks are not last in PK, thanks to St. Louis allowing something like seven power play goals in a week span. They've plummeted to the bottom of the penalty kill. So that means the Ducks right now are second to last in power play and second to last in PK. Power play right now is 15%. Only team worse is the Columbus Blue Jackets. 
Right now, their PK is second worst, 66%. Below that is the St. Louis Blues at 63.8%. But the Ducks are still bottom two in both categories. That's bad. They have played 28 games. 28 games. They've got 17 points. They're currently on pace for... 52 points. If that. 51, really. That's what they're targeted to get. I don't know if they even get 50. Let's be honest. I don't I don't know if I see that happening. I mean, last season, the worst team in the NHL was the Montreal Canadiens. And they at least had quite a few, you know, wins in regulation. They were 22, 49, and 11. 55 points. I'm not sure the Ducks even get to 20 wins this season. Where does that rank the Ducks as far as like worst teams over the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years? The one team that was really abysmal was that 2016-17 Colorado Avalanche team. They were 22-56-4. They had 48 points. The Ducks are getting close to that territory. But that Avs team in 2017, they were bad. Nathan McKinnon had no help whatsoever. And then guys began developing. Then Colorado got good. And now that season is just a blip on the radar. That is way in the rear view now. Because look what happened five years later. Colorado won a cup. Am I saying the Ducks are going to win a cup five years from now? You never know. All the young guys, they could develop very well. McTavish could become a 30-goal scorer. Trevor Zegras could become a 40-goal scorer. Troy Terry could become a 50-goal scorer. You see where I'm going with this? There is hope, but it's not in the near horizon. It's in the future. We're talking two, three years from now. I I was going to say one or two years, but... There's no reason to give me hope that the Ducks are going to improve next season. I simply do not see it, frankly. So I don't know where the Ducks go from here. I mean, I know where they go physically. They go up to Canada because they've got a long road trip coming up, which I will get to in a second. Some of the worst records in the past decade... I mentioned the Avs, 22-56-4. Remember that Buffalo Sabres team? Which one? Yes. 2013-2014. Yeah, that one was bad. 21-51-10. That team had 52 points. The one the following year, 23-51-8. That one had 54 points. Those were some bad, bad teams. Even the Phoenix Coyotes, 24-50-8 a few years ago. That was only a 56-point team. Those are all bad teams that are still bad, except for, of course, the Colorado Avs. So what, what are you, Ducks? Are you going to be the Buffalo Sabres and have just crappy seasons year after year after year? Are you going to be like the Arizona Coyotes, who frankly should not be there anymore? Or are you going to be like the Colorado Avs? Only time will tell. Pat Verbeek has a lot of work ahead of him.
it's going to take a lot of work. All right, before we wrap up, just want to take a quick look at the schedule. The Ducks are off this weekend. Hallelujah. Because they are traveling to Canada right now, they've got a four-game road trip up in Canada beginning Monday at the Ottawa Senators. Then Tuesday at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Hmm. Then Thursday at Montreal. And then Saturday at Edmonton. I'm going to be honest, Ducks fans. The Ducks just went over on this last road trip. I wouldn't be surprised if the Ducks went over on this road trip. But hear me out. Hear me out. How hilarious would it be? Just really, really. How freaking hilarious would it be if the Ducks shellacked Toronto at home? Like 6-2 or 6-1 to one or something like that. What if they took all that pent-up rage, that pent-up energy, and just went to Scotiabank Arena and kicked the crap out of them? How great would that be, hmm? Yeah, the leaf blowers could go down like that, and I'd say, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Because if that were to happen, that means the Ducks would have swept the season series from the Maple Leafs. I could hear Steve Dangle right now going berserk at the Ducks beating the Maple Leafs twice in one season, sweeping the season series. That that could be fun. That would be the bright spot in the Ducks season. That would. So, yeah, that's what the Ducks have coming up this week. As for the show, there will be no show on Monday since I've already talked about this game tonight. Um, I'm traveling. I'm going to be going to New York this week. So Monday I will be flying, so there will be no show on Monday. We will be back on Tuesday, hopefully a special guest. Uh, We're going to come back Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, hopefully. And that's going to be what is coming up. Depending on how the games go. There will be a goals Thursday. Yes, there will. And hey, who who knows? I, I do hope the Ducks beat Toronto. I just think it'd be hilarious. So just to let you guys know, only four shows next week. And then we'll be back to five shows the following week. And then we'll go from there. All right. That's going to do it for this podcast. That's going to do it for the week. Thank you for checking out this extra Saturday edition of Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, yada, yada, yada. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Once again, thank you for making this your first listen. And thank you for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. All right. This pup is finally asleep. I'm going to go to bed. I'm tired. I'm tired of watching this team lose. There, there's got to be some hope on the horizon. All right. That's really it. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend, folks. 
please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together. Thank you.